0: Hello, How We Work fam. Thanks for taking the time to listen today. So for this episode, I'm trying something new. This post is about creativity and the future of our creating with AI. I wrote it following some thinking and conversations I've had recently about this podcast, creativity and the future. I thought it was a good opportunity to give my voice to AI as well. This voice is an AI generated copy of my voice. It's not perfect by any means, but does sound a lot like me and took about one minute to create. Onto the post. This podcast, in some ways, has no inherent value. Now, I'm not getting down on myself about it. I like to make it, and some folks like to listen to it, but it doesn't. I don't make money from it, so it has no value as we value things in our culture. The value is, to me at least, to get my voice out into the world, to share some piece of me with others. Like all art, its purpose is to share my thoughts and feelings with the world, and in doing that find people who think and feel the same way. Isn't that what all art is really about? Trying to make a representation of your thoughts or emotions and hoping that there are people out there that like it. And by liking it they show that they are like you, making you feel less alone and at the same time helping them feel less alone. We come together at concerts to be around people who feel how we feel about the art being created. It's an incredibly beautiful idea and one of the few things that bring us together in this way. A good book doesn't just convey information, but teaches you something about yourself and other humans. Every time we see good art, we understand ourselves better. And what if that goes away? What if all the art you love in the future wasn't created by a person, but by an AI? If you feel something when you look at a painting done by a machine, what value does that have? It's still the same feeling, and the AI created it by mashing together lots of other paintings that would make you feel a similar emotion, but what value does it actually have? The value is not in the feeling, but in the connection. It's in the knowledge that there is another human out there who understands you. I remember reading East of Eden by Steinbeck. It's an amazing book that I highly recommend. I remember putting down the book and literally thinking I couldn't believe that another person could have written something so good. There was something transcendent about the stories that I was so moved by. The thing is, though, another human did write them, and my knowledge of that raised my opinion of human capability generally, and by proxy, my capability. When you see another human create something spectacular, you know that in some way it's possible for you to do the same. Maybe not a book or a painting, but something. That even if you don't do it, it's possible. Now, what if you read a masterpiece created by AI? You still enjoy the book, of course, A Good Story is a Good Story, but what is it really teaching you? I'm sure the AI book will have some of the same lessons as other books, as AI is trained on all of us, and our experiences and emotions are not that unique, but you'll know the whole time that it's not a person talking to you. So what's the value? It's entertainment. Not that there is anything wrong with entertainment, but it's not art that can speak to you. Or this podcast. I'm not going to equate my podcast for one minute with East of Eden, but this podcast is my art. The point is to share my experience, to be open and vulnerable as much as possible, and by doing so, help other people who might be struggling with some of the things I'm struggling with to feel less alone in those struggles. If I use another voice, an AI-generated voice like I am, does that make it less my art? If instead of writing this, I just asked GPT to write a 500-word essay on the perils of art in the age of artificial intelligence, would it still be me? And when we live in a world where we're never sure if the art we're looking at is made by another person, or the voice we're hearing came out of someone's mouth, where will we go for those lessons we learn about ourselves from books? Or to gather together to feel less alone when we listen to music? I don't really know. I'm not an AI pessimist, I'm sure it'll all shake out in some way that is not so dire, but as I see more AI-generated art that is frankly amazing, or when I look at images of beautiful scenery and can't be sure whether it's real or fake, it makes me wonder, where are we headed with all this? In a world where it's already incredibly hard to get your voice out there, how will we compete with flawless AI-generated content? Is that a world where East of Eden even gets published? or where Steinbeck gives up writing because publishers don't have the money to pay real authors, and he ends up working the checkout line at Whole Foods. I guess we'll see. Another way to look at all this is that maybe this is just our evolution. We've been feeding ourselves into the internet for years, what it is to be human in all our ways. Our pains, our loves, our desires, our rants, our vacations. It's like we were downloading ourselves into this hive mind, and now we're waking it up. Because that's what AI is, it's all of us. It's the sum total of all our tweets and blog posts and movie reviews and travelogues, and although Google wouldn't tell us this, probably our emails. It's like a child that we've been teaching what it is to be human. So in some sense, the art it creates is a vision of all of us. Each painting or blog post, it makes us just a tiny part of you in it. Some more, some less, but some relation is there. Maybe it's the best kind of art because rather than being a reflection of one person, it's a reflection of all people. All balled up and filtered, the relations between bits of information mapped and remapped, until it creates something that none of us could create, but is created by everyone.